Welcome back to Are You For Real with Sarah Frick. Today we have Liz Adams from Liz Adams. If you don't <laughs> know, you're about only. to know. The one and only. <laughs> and I, I met Liz because she started coming to studio. And then I saw her at a, an event and I told Carter, I was like, I think Liz is our people. Mm-hmm. See if she'll come on the podcast. And now we're here. Here we are. So... Okay, so I told Liz I know n- nothing about being an influencer. I yes. try. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty pitiful. Um, but I mean, it's a full time gig. Yes, it's a it's like a beast. How? Okay, so, so we got to start way back. Okay. Okay. So you only moved here two years ago. You were living in Chicago. Living in Chicago. Is that where you're from? I'm born and raised in Chicago, okay. suburbs Amazing of Chicago. City. Love it. Yeah. It's great. Like four months out of the year, and yeah. then it's like pretty brutal. Um, but it's a lovely place. Like I loved it. Best childhood ever. Um started, well, I studied textiles in college and then started my career as a clothing buyer for four years for like a small Midwest boutique firm. And then, and then, um, (laughs) just sort of started my blog as like a, what are blogs? Like, I think there was Was one before or after kids. This was way before kids. So I was like 22. I've been doing this for this year will be 13 years, wow. which is crazy. So you like, I'm like old. No, like I'm not. very old in the industry. Okay, because you're a lot younger well, than me, well, so like, relax. Th- like in terms of... Because I'm young. I mean, you are young. Um, I feel, you know, now it's like Gen Z is just taking over everything. Yeah, but so that's what's cool the, about you. You're not cringy. Well, okay, thank you. Um, so I started my blog... In 2011, it was called Sequins and Stripes. Love that it. is like the OG. <laughs> That's how you know someone's an OG blogger is if they had the ampersand in the middle of their uh, name. Love it. Um, <laughs> and it was that. That's like I really feel like how people know me. And it started out as fashion. And like I said, I was a clothing buyer. I talked a lot about trends and personal style. And then got married. How do you, so when you start a blog, yep. because that was kind of before like a ton of social. So the only thing exist that existed was Twitter. And how do you get people to start following your blog? Honestly, back then it was this like huge support group of like bloggers just like knew who the other bloggers were. Okay. Cause Kira's um, told me this before and I don't take everything Kira says, okay. even though she thinks I should. Um, she said like blogging started with Mormon Women, is that right? The Mormon blogging community is unreal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, Kira's obsessed with all of you. I mean, That's I love her any, so I know, much. She's hysterical. I'm she's like, just like, you just want to like hug her. And I she's mean, like, I can't even explain to you who I saw today. And I'm like, I have no idea who I'm talking about. No, it, the, the Mormon <laughs> bloggers, they really like, I feel like they really created the pretty picture of social media. And you were like, oh my God, I just, I want to be just like mm-hmm. them. But, So when blogging started, it really was just Twitter and I think you could like, you had your individual Facebook pages and that was it. And then your blog, you just, people would comment on your blog posts and it was just this like sweet little community. Mm -hmm. And then I think Pinterest was introduced and Instagram and it just like became a beast that you'd, honestly, I look back at who I was. I mean, I was like, I was 22 years old. I remember starting my blog when I was a buyer. And then like fast forward three years later, I take like a total switch of a career and I start working for this contracting, electrical contracting firm in Chicago, like at, in an admin position. I was just like, I need, at that point I was working like seven days a week in our stores. Yeah. And I was like, I just want, I'm watching all these young people in Chicago hop on the L line. And like, you know, there are these cute little commuters. I was like, I want to be that cute little yeah. commuter. 
So I totally pivoted, but that's really when I like started putting so much time into my blog. And then I remember three years or maybe like a year and a half later, I, w- I went to my dad and I was like, dad, I think I'm going to quit my job and see if I can be a blogger. And he was like, what? <laughs> like, absolutely not. Yeah. You are not. And I was like, no, I think like, I, I just had, I will say, I think I'm a pretty intuitive person. Mm-hmm. I don't know if back then I just had this like vision that Sometimes it could be know. something. You yes. Know. Like I just had this like guttural, yeah. like instinct. And, um, I remember it was wild. I left my job September. It was like September 2nd. I formed an LLC. I had like three months of rent saved up. And at like two and a half months, I was like, oh my God, this is like make it or break it. Like I'm either have to like crawl back to my job and like tell, beg my dad for forgiveness or like something's got to happen. And I remember I got a call from this girl named Amber Venz. She started Reward Style, which is now called Like to Know It. Okay, you yep, heard of I Like to Know, know It? Yep. Okay. Um, and she was a blogger at the time. She was like my which is same so age. That she did this. wild. Yeah. And now I look at her. I'm like, you literally changed the way for like, I mean, all infl- all marketing yeah. everywhere. But she was like, I think we should be paid for, you know, we're we're putting all this information out on the internets and posting all these links to retailers and we're getting nothing in return. Mm -hmm. Like there has to be a way that we make commission on these posts and everything. And so she started reward style, which literally just changed the game for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's really, that was like the first form of affiliate marketing. Um, now there are some other competitors like shop style and so did she sell it and they changed the name? So no, she, she didn't sell it, but now they, then they started an app called like to know it where you can like, it's like a whole shopping website, but you can, it can sync with Instagram. So people can like screenshot your photo on Instagram and it will send them the links to, it's like wild. wild, it's wild, wild. Um, and that truly just like changed the game. So and she told, she said, this is what I'm doing. You should yes. do this with me. She, she was like, I want you to come on board. Like, I think in the beginning there were probably like 25 of us and that's a big deal. Yes. You're OG. I mean, I'm, don't well, say old. <laughs> I you're, have OG. you're a pioneer. I had sequence <laughs> and stripes. So that literally puts me in like first generation, but, um, that really just, I mean, I continue to work with them today. They're like one of my biggest partners, but if you, so right now, a huge way that influencers make income is, you know, if I'm like swipe up for my shirt and and it's like a link too, (laughs) but like, that's how it is. Like you earn a commission and that's like a huge form of my income. So yeah, it's, it's a beast. I mean, there's just so many layers. I know, there's so many layers. Like, I, honestly, I was like, did I even answer your question? Like that? Uh, we're, we're going in a good place. Yeah. I feel good about this. Um, okay, it's wait. wild. So that's just one part, but uh-huh. you must have people reaching out to you all the time. You know what? It's funny. I feel like my business has shifted so much since I became a mom. And another huge part of my business is um, like brand collaborations where a brand will reach out mm-hmm. and say like, we want to pay you X amount, um, for you to post five stories on Instagram and, or, or a reel or a blog post. It could be like so many different things. Um, that's probably like my biggest form of income. Yeah. 
Um, just because those are contracts that you can just like sign for six months or a year. And so those are like my, I depend on those. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have someone that like seeks stuff for you? Yes. I'm part of a management group. They're based in Dallas. Um, and I've been with them for like five years. So how did you know, like at the point of your career, you're like, okay, I need someone to help me do this. I think there's this point. Well, I think after having kids, I was like, I almost needed like, I, I think my business took a, like a transition after I had, after I became a mom, I had really bad postpartum with my first. And I was like, I just can't keep up with like this idea of perfection. Like I Mm -hmm. always laugh because I think in the early years of Instagram and, um, just content creating. I always laugh. I'm like the amount of money I spent on fucking peonies and like an iced coffee just to be like, I have peonies and iced coffee. (laughs) Like it's so stupid. But, um, like I was just like, I became a mom and I was like, I can't keep up with that picture anymore. And so I was introduced to this management company now and I was, and it was also at this point where I was like, what am I worth? Like, I don't even like create anything that's worthwhile. And they kind of came in and were like, you are, you are worth it. Like we are going to, and they just kind of push you for like more than, I don't know, at, at a time, like I believed in myself. They were like, no, you are, you deserve more than this. Um, and they're, they're just like a cheerleader, mm-hmm. you know, but they definitely have more relationships than I do. But if a brand comes to me directly, I like push it to them and vice versa. They, that's awesome. Yeah. So you have, they just kind of handle it for you. They're just like in my corner. Yes. But then they negotiate all the contracts, which is great, but not, I would say like influencer, like representation brands that represent influencers, like a lot of influencers go that route, but there's also a ton that do not and just like negotiate their own contracts. Mm-hmm. So it could go either way. So like, what are some of the big, big people that have come to you? Yeah. Like clothes, like clothes mm-hmm. bedding, like furniture. Yeah. So like, right. Have you, have you had to pay for anything in your house? <laughs> yes. So that's the thing too. Like you could, first of all, I am actually, I'm not someone who I don't like to pitch myself. Yeah. I'm not like a hi, I'm Liz Adams. I have a blog. Like, do you want to, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not that type of person, but I also don't want to feel like the only brands in my home are ones that I like, you know, I like the special stuff. I like spending money on clothes because no one has them, not because they're like this mass product that I don't want everyone to be wearing the same thing I'm wearing. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but one of my year long partnerships is with like shop bop, which is a great, it's a wonderful situation yeah, to be yeah. in. Um, I work with J. Crew a lot. I, um, I mean, that's big. Yeah, that's it's really cool. Yeah, I feel like a, actually a lot of the bigger brands, like Amazon and Target, and like it's almost like the smaller brands who I love working with are still trying to figure out how influencer marketing is advantageous to them. Right. But those are the types of brands I love to work with. Right. But like they have a lower budget, yep. and but I also am like. That's like a discovery for me that I like being the one that's like, oh my God, I'm the first one working with them. And I want to show my audience like this amazing brand. So it like ebbs and flows on the type of brands you work with. And when you're working with like, say J. Crew, do they say like, here is like, here's like amount of money you can spend or they just ship you boxes? They just like, it's so fun. They'll be like, okay, here's what's coming out in June. And they'll send you like a lookbook and the email. And they're like, pick like two outfits. And then I'll be like, Oh my God, I want it. It's just so fun to see what's coming and be like, Oh my gosh, I know my audience is going to love this. Or, um, do you get a lot of stuff for the kids? 
I don't really, you know, what's funny. I, this wasn't intentional, but my kids like kind of aren't in my content. Mm -hmm. Like they're very much in my day-to-day life, like, you know, snaps on Instagram of like, I'm a mom, but I don't really, I don't really feature them in paid content. Mm -hmm. Not really intentionally, but I just like, don't seek that out. I kind of try to keep it like me or my husband pops up sometimes. And does he help with your business? Yes. With the business? He takes all my photos. I was about to say like, how does that work? It's like, it's been years of just like figuring it out. So I do mean, you guys like mark on your calendar? Like, okay, today we're going to do. No, okay. I literally survive on like organized chaos. Like at the end of the day, I'm like, I, I, I have know. no idea how that got done, <laughs> but it did Yeah. because so our youngest is only two and he's still home with us. Um, and we are just like juggling. It's like just handoffs and like, it, it's truly organized chaos. Um, but he helps, he does all of like the not pretty stuff like taxes and accounting and, but he does over the years, he's learned like how to use a nice camera and he like knows what I'm looking for. So we've kind of like gotten on the same wavelength. You guys really have a friendship. Yes. It's so nice. I mean, I never wanted to like work with my husband Mm -hmm. because it's a lot of COVID kind of just like totally changed everything Yeah, because in Chicago, he, he also has a tech company and he would go to his office every day and then COVID was really bad in Chicago and everything was closed. And then all of a sudden it was just like very close quarters. But now it's like, I don't know if we would ever go back to the separation again. Right. Um, and then I, I'm like, having an office would be so nice, but really my content is like in my home. Or I just like, like to hang out here. I, I would too. I'm literally like, can Carter's over there like, she's like typing away and working and like, and everyone's just coming and we're just shooting the shit. I mean, she's that's like, you literally distract me when you're in the office. That's what, but that's what I miss. Like, you know, what's so funny. Sometimes I visualize, I'm like a big visualization person. And sometimes I visualize myself in like different careers. And I'm like, what if I was a workout instructor. And I'd be like, you know, we are running a teacher training in the fall. (laughs) I physically don't think I could handle that. I barely survived two classes of yours this week. Yeah, but I'm not taking the class when I'm talking. Well, I know, but I, I'm like, (laughs) I'm true. That would be my way out. Yeah. But I just, it's, um, yeah, it's a lot like working with your husband and, but it's fun. We like make it work. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So if someone were to ask you like what, I don't, and this might not even make sense, but like What's, what are, like, what are you quote unquote selling? Like, what's your brand? Like Mm -hmm. someone were looking for an influencer that they wanted to be influenced by. Yeah. I would actually say that I'm probably not your traditional influencer. I don't, I'm not a huge product pusher. I mean, that is a part of my job, but for me, I feel like the most rewarding thing for me, and it's interesting because I feel like I've learned this more in the last couple of years is like community and engagement and like feeling like I'm using my platform for like a purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, and which I think has served me well. And in the fact that my community is very engaged, they, are they from like all over the country, all over the world? All over. I think I have a really strong Chicago following just cause that's kind of where it was mm-hmm. all created. Um, but yes, it's like all over. It's wild to see what cities and cause you're like, the influencer realm is so large that you're like, how, like, I'm just this tiny little person. And 
It's so, uh, it, there's so many frustrations with it because it's like so hard to grow now with Instagram there. It, it's just, it's such a beast that yeah. you're like, how are you? Tr- you're, you're like constantly how trying to get over that? these hurdles. How do you know? How do you know how to do it? Honestly, everyone's always like, what's your strategy? I'm like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like it really has Same. worked, <laughs> but I just, I think I truly just like follow what intuitively feels right. But I think there are moments where like imposter syndrome can get really bad because Mm -hmm. social media never turns off. So you're like constantly looking at your peers doing something amazing while you're like in the fetal position, just like trying to like wake up and you're like, oh my God, I'm already behind. Or like, especially, especially when I, after I had my first son, I remember I had, like I said, really bad postpartum Mm -hmm. and I I remember, and I remember being like, oh my gosh, no, like I have to go back to this like perfect influencer and share the perfect photos. And it was so exhausting. And when I had Jack, my second, I was like, I refuse to let that be the situation. Like I am just going to talk about motherhood Mm -hmm. and talk about the hardships and talk about like trying to get my body back and like give myself some, some grace and like all the stuff. And I started to see like that that was what my audience was yearning for. That's what everybody I wants. I know. I know, but you almost don't, it's really easy to be like, oh, that's working for someone else. Like I should try that or like without, yeah, yeah, yeah. without like looking at your own stuff and being like, no, like listen to your community. That's why I have to stay in my lane. Same. I always say I go through life with blinders on yeah. because I don't. It's hard. Even though, like even my friends who I love, sometimes I have to mute them on social media because I'm like, your stuff is like bleeding into mine and yeah. I don't, I don't want to look that way. Yeah, I just yeah, need yeah. to like stick to what I know. Right. Um, but that's, I'm sure in every industry that's like using social media, you're looking at I competitors like and like of health and wellness. And I don't say that. I mean, not, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more like a mental health. Yes. Like, yes. I love the physical. Don't get me wrong. Yes. I love it. Love it. Love yes. it. But like I look at people, I mean, especially cause I am older for my industry and you know, I mean, I used, I used to be really, really thin. I was like exercise obsessed, food obsessed. Like I was super fucking ripped, mm-hmm. like just, but I put all my energy into yeah. it and I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be mm-hmm. that anymore. So that's like, for me, it's like a mind fuck all the time. All I'm the like, time. Stop looking, stop looking. I know. Like you do, like it's whatever we're doing is working here. I know. And it's attracting who it needs to attract. Mm-hmm. So why are you trying to attract a different, let that person I know. know where they need to be. Yeah. That's not, that's okay. Yeah. You know? And but it is hard. It is hard. People say, "Oh, well, you're this, so you should be this." Yeah, you know. And I'm like, oh, or I think the, the, not that we're old, but the older you get in the industry, and you watch these like young people coming up, you're like, "Oh no, are they going to take over what I'm doing?" Like, it's just this. But I think the thing is, and I've found this with me because so many of those people that are with us have been with me for so long. Like, mm-hmm. we just keep growing together. And now a word from our sponsor: Pop Up Parties of Charleston, formerly Charleston Slumber Parties. Pop-Up Parties of Charleston was recently purchased and rebranded by longtime local small business owner, Heather Fairburn. Heather is excited to announce bringing the beloved traditional slumber party experience to the Charleston Mount Pleasant area, while also expanding into spa parties, luxury movie nights, bespoke glamping tents, and more. 
These curated setups are perfect at any age for littles, tweens, adults, and beyond. You can choose from pre-designed themes or work with Heather to bring any theme to life. She'll take care of everything. Think personalized swag, fairy hair, marquee lights, balloons, nibbles, setup, and breakdown. You can find her online at popupparteschs.com and follow her on Instagram at popupparteschs. Mention this podcast at the time of booking during the months of May and June, and you'll get 10% off your package. I can totally see myself doing this this summer. What an amazing way to have a party and not have to deal with all the excess. No, and you guys are like such a force. I was like, I need to bring Sarah all the stuff because every day, <laughs> probably skincare, she, champagne. No, I was like, oh my no, God. But like, truly, you guys, like, I tell Dave, I want my husband to go, but the last time he did a hot yoga class, he said, he dropped his weights, said, fuck it so loud and just left and never came back. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think this is for you. Yeah. But, um, you guys truly like, I'm like, I do not like you guys just like fill. I know everyone in your class would say this. Like when my cup is empty, like, you know, we all, whatever is going on in life, I am like immediately filled back up. Good. It's so, and even beyond, I'm like, it's not. I'm the type of person where like, if I have an hour to work out, like I need it to be a good workout. Same. I'm not like a Pilates girly. Like, I need to I, like I go. Need, yes. Um, but he, just like what you guys talk about and the music, like I'm Aww. such a music yeah, person. Me too. Um, you guys, it's well, thank the best. you. You're so sweet. But, um, I appreciate that. We, we have a good, we've got a good thing. Going. Oh my God. Amazing. Good crew for sure. So are there, and like, you don't have to name names or anything, no. but do you ever find like in just speaking of industries, like in your industry, there's like that it's competitive or people are like. Or how does that work? Like how, cause I do see like a lot of people that are influencers, like mm-hmm. we'll all have dinner together and stuff like yes. that. Is that like a paid thing or is no. that like a friend thing? I, the community here in Charleston is unreal. Yeah. Like they are the most welcoming, friendly, like just people in the South are just so lovely. How'd you end up moving to Charleston? So my grandparents retired here in the eighties. They lived on Seabrook Island mm-hmm. my entire life. My grandma's 97. She still lives on James Island. Um, and so I just came, grew up coming here my entire life. And I remember I met my husband, um, after college and I was like, one day I will move in Char- move to Charleston. And we almost did it like six years ago. And then my middle son got sick with just like this whole ear. Anyways. And, um, we just like postponed it. And then during COVID we were like, we are renting a house and we rented a house for a month. And within a week we like put an offer on a house. You did it at the right time. girl. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. And at the time we thought we were like selling our soul to move to Charleston, but now we're like, thank God we did. Um, but no, the community here is so, it's just, there's so many creatives, like so many people supporting each other and doing cool things. And it's like all these industries just overlap because it's just passionate people wanting to support each other. And Chicago was amazing, had a great community too, but it was just, it's funny. Like, even though the city was so much bigger, it just felt like smaller and more separate. Like I think the size of Charleston and like, it just, I don't know. Everybody, it almost well, like holds like a special place. Too. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, in terms of competitive, I think, I don't think the c- competition is ever intentional. I think it's like, you know, the, the saying comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. I think it's again, like when you're in your own head, mm-hmm. um, like that's when I find myself, I'm competitive individually, like in terms of performance year after year, but I'm never like, oh, they got that partnership. Like I with I wish I did. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, no, I don't feel that competition really. I just think growth is like 
is fueled a little bit on like competition. Yeah, a little healthy. Yeah. A little healthy push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like you wake up every day. You don't want to be like, well, I hope I do the exact same as I did exactly. yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. And you're like, it's kind of like just throwing a fishing pole in and like seeing what bites. Like yeah. sometimes I look at my week of content, I'm like, none of this is correlates to each other. But like you just, I think at this day and age, you're just seeing what people like, you yeah. have to test the waters every you know, every so often, see what people like. Do you guys like. like have like big summits or anything where you all go to like talk about this stuff? Yes, <laughs> I'm still I trying to wrap my mind. It's because because it's so lucrative and it's so which is like yeah. you're a fucking badass businesswoman. You know, like you work hard, and I think sometimes and that people are like, oh, an influencer. I'm like, I, I can't even imagine how much work was goes behind the scenes. It's it's almost just like it never shuts off, which right. makes it really hard. Um, I am easily influenced, so it's working. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm easily influenced too. I'm like, I'm like the most consumer influencer ever. Like I'm always like, what is, ooh, what is that? I mean, I get packages sometimes and I'm like, guess I ordered that at three in the morning. Exactly. All the time. Or like an Instagram ad. I'm like, God, Instagram marketing is just winning. (sighs) I mean, it is killing me. Yeah. Killing me. Um, But I forget what your question was. Like, do you guys ever do? Oh, like a summit? Yeah. Or a lot. So, um. Reward style, for example, or now it's called like to know it. They do like a yearly, um, a yearly conference. Um, they're on it. My, my management team like does a camp for, mm-hmm. for us and it's, it's really fun, but it's like, there'll be like a group of eight of us that gets together. It's funny. You really have to find like your people in the industry where you can bounce back in like candid info because mm-hmm. It's really all across the board and you couldn't, you, you have no idea. I feel lucky to have a manager. Cause I, cause I can be like, is this a normal rate you would charge? Or like, how did I perform compared to everyone else? Because right. you literally don't know what anyone else is doing yeah. unless you have someone like a trusted person that That's you're how like, I feel about Carter, but she, she always says that she's my show mom, but she's not, but she's, <laughs> she's like, I, it, exactly what you said. Like I can say anything to yeah. her without it sounding like cringy. Yeah. I can be like, how much do we charge? Did that suck? How yeah. did I look? Yeah. Like, and I'm the same way because that helps me grow. Like again, yeah. a little healthy individual competition. Like, and if, and I always tell my manager, I'm like, you know, how did she get that? Like, what do I need? Yeah. What does my engagement need to Absolutely. be to get to that level? Um, because it's not me being jealous of her. It's just me pushing myself harder to, you know, be more creative or get out of my comfort zone a little. Um, yeah. I wish there were more opportunities where there were like candid conversations. I feel like the Southern sea, which people have mm-hmm. talked about, about that, yeah. um, which I've actually, I spoke on when my oldest was like six months old. So it was like six and a half years ago here. Um, and I haven't been back since, but I feel like just having like creatives, you know, I always tell myself, I'm like, I need to keep learning and like learn more and like do master classes or, but, but when do you have time? I know. I'm like, <laughs> well, my youngest is two. So like in do you think 16 years, done? I think I'm done. Yeah. My husband just went in for his vasectomy consultation this morning <laughs> And he got home and he was like, I feel so violated. I was like, shut up. You're like, you feel violated? Yeah, I was like, I pushed three children out of my vagina. Like, you're fine. He's like, well, I created, I'm like, stop, (laughs) stop, stop. Don't even. Yeah, don't Don't even. But like, he was like moping around, like for what's to come. I was like, can you just stop? For what's to come. Yeah, I'm like, good God. You're like precious penis. Like, it's, no. So funny. I I know. know. I've told this story before, but when I was giving 
birth to the twins. Like I was literally like wobbling down to my C-section. I was like this big. Yeah. And since they were doing C-section, I was like, just tie my tubes. And yeah. I was like, are you sure? Not another. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. Oh. My, my belly and my vagina like dragging oh. on the floor. Oh, was like- I was like, it's never the same. Like, it's just Mm-mm. never the same. Nope. And our like husbands are just. He was like, I feel vulnerable. I'm like, you, oh my God, oh my God. God. Stop. Like, stop. Like I did so much IVF. Like I think I've told this story on here before, but after we had Waylon, we had to do a ton of rounds with the twins and I was working with an amazing acupuncturist, Lisa, you know, I love you so much for listening. And she was like, you need warm food because she's like, you have to yeah. ground your body. Like you're yeah. so all over the place. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I just, I l- took it very literal. That's what I do. Yeah. I'm like an all in all, yeah. all out girl. So I took all, like, I mean, I must have cut up, like, covering this desk of, like, butternut squash, roasted it, pureed it, <laughs> drank the whole thing, oh my God. <laughs> literally. And when you do IVF, there's, like, two nurses. The, my doctor at the time was a male. John's in there. And it's, like, and you have to have a full bladder. Yeah. So <laughs> he has, so he finally comes in. I've got everything going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just, it's like, a like free-for-all. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm, like, I am going to shit my pants. <laughs> And I was like, I'm like, start sweating. And I mean, he has his hand inside of me. Oh my God. No, and I was like, guys, John was like, you can't hold. I said, uh-uh. Pause. And the nurse was like, you cannot pee. And I <laughs> went to the bathroom and I held my pee and let it, the rest of it go. I had to clean myself up, get back oh on that God. table. The things we do. And like that, that, that one did not take clearly. No. I was so, I was oh just, my God. John was just in there like this. I was just like, you have no idea. No. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, after you have kids and it, it, honestly, I'm like, anyone can see me. I, it's like, this body is just like operational. Like, it's just like, it's <laughs> You've open. done well. You've yeah, done your like, job. You know what, girl? You're just, you could help anyone if you need to. Um, God, being a woman. So you, your kids are six, four, and two? No, two, five, and seven. Okay. Three boys. And are they in school now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kindergarten? First grade, one is in 4K, and then George is just home. He's starting. They're so cute. They're so cute. I mean, they're. Do they like to play with each like other? They're like psychos. Oh, yeah, um, my kids are psychos too. Yes. They like love to hate each other too. Mm-hmm. Um, my two boys are at each other all the time. Yeah. Like boys are just. And Della's like just an absolute angel. I mean, for now, I'm sure she'll be a total terrorist. No, but like just to have one, like I just have no fem- female energy. Like I even have a boy dog. Yeah. I'm like, and like my husband is just like such a dude and <laughs> My oldest is such a frat boy. Like he literally is Chris Farley. It's just going to be like, and my middle thinks he's Justin Bieber. And then George, our youngest is just like, everyone's the best. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, honestly. You might need to get a girl dog. Truly. (laughs) I tell my husband, I'm like, I would really function better if we had like a housekeeper, like every day. Like I'm just so, like our house is just a tornado. Yeah. But I also like hold on. I have I have struggle with like really bad mom guilt. I'm like, no, it is my duty to make their <laughs> I will beds. Do everything, to like, <laughs> it is. I'm I miserable. am a mom. Exactly. Do you have siblings? I have. I'm the oldest of three. Okay. I have a sister and a brother. Nice. Um, and are they still in Chicago? My sister just moved to Charlotte, which oh, nice. is lovely. Um, and then my brother is just, he's 29, like thriving in Chicago, oh, like I'm sure. living his best life. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. I, we, when we lived in Chicago, we lived like just a mile from my parents. So that has been like a transition to not is really have Is your husband's family there as well? No, he's from Michigan. Okay. Um, but we met in Chicago after college, but, um, yeah, it, it, but there's something like also magical about kind of like not having family nearby and really just like honing in on our own little family yeah. unit. 
And like I said, everyone here is so amazing. Like we, I feel like we're outside and everyone just like knows each other and waves and Mount, Charleston and Mount Pleasant. And I know the whole, I, I mean, I think it, I love it. I love it for my kids too. It's the best. It's just like they, truly quality of life for our kids. It's just like, there's no comparison. Yeah. When my friend, I don't know if you know my friend Mary Welch, but she, her husband is in a band and they lived in Chicago. He went to, must've gone to school there. I think, um, Wait, what school? Is Notre Dame in Chicago? Yeah. Okay. Or no, no, no. Northwestern? <laughs> no. Notre, Notre Dame's Dame. in Indiana, though. Okay. And then he moved. They moved okay. to Chicago. But yeah. she said, like, they, she would, like, the amount of clothes she'd have to wear. Oh. And they lived, like, on a lake or something. Yeah. And she said it was, she's like, I just can't do it. She's like, as no. soon as we knew we wanted to get pregnant, I couldn't do it anymore. No. And she's from the South. And she was like, I just can't do it. During COVID, we, like, we had the cutest little peanut house. And lockdown in Chicago was so brutal. Like, we were told that we would not be able to go grocery shopping for a month. So we bought food. I went to Costco. I think I spent like $3,000. <laughs> Dave was like, why did you buy four beef tenderloins? You're like, because we're going to eat. I was like, we're going to leave the house. And then like three days in, they're like, no, just kidding. You can go to the grocery store. You could go get gas. And Dave was like, I fucking hate you. So wait, what, 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 where did you put all this food? Everywhere? Oh, like in my parents, like for, it was such a joke. Like I think we like had coolers in our garage. Were you pregnant during COVID or was that? I got pregnant during COVID because okay. we were literally inside. There was like nothing to do yeah. our kids at like 3 30 p.m they'd be like is it happy hour we'd be like yep yeah it is <laughs> and by 9 a.m we'd be like we've done every puzzle every coloring book like but also it was like negative 10 degrees out mm. and you bundle your kids up because you're like you have to go outside like you need fresh air and they'd come and it would take 30 minutes to bundle them up and then they come back inside after like one minute and you're like all right. Well, that was uh, yeah. two minutes. We were lucky with that summer, that spring, because it was so warm. Oh, I know. We literally, I mean, Carter and I sat at my pool with my kids. Our friends who we've made here, they were like, COVID in Charleston was like Mardi Gras. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. We had a different experience. It was definitely like a, we were in the DR. Okay. We have five minutes. Okay. <laughs> if you weren't doing this, what would you do? Well, I've, I always get asked this question. You know what? I have this, like, I feel like I'm meant to own a coffee shop. Are you I, a big coffee drinker? No, but I love like, st- I mean, I am, but I love- You like the culture. I like the culture. I also love the idea of like starting someone's day with like, you know, you hand someone a cup of coffee and they're like, thank you. Yeah. Like- I can totally I, see I, yeah. you doing like, it. Like I also love, like I love a croissant. I would love like little pastries and like maybe some fresh flowers and stationery. My brother and I talk about like opening like a little market one day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You should do it. I know. I actually thought about buying the Village Bakery before it became... What is it now? Now it's turning into an interior design store. Okay. But I truly was like on the cusp. But also like my son, we moved here when George was seven weeks old. I was like, what am I doing? It's it's not meant to be. But um, I also feel like influencer marketing is sort of just getting started in a way where people are like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? I'm like, I just feel like I have to like ride this wave. Yeah. Cause it's so, it's, it changes so quickly. Like the amount of social media platforms that pop up, like TikTok, I can't even, I I can't even, I can't even, I can't keep up. And I feel like, again, I feel that is, that ages me in my industry because I'm like, I can't do TikTok. I don't know. I don't even, I don't understand it. I mean, it's truly like a Gen Z. But you've got, like I said, your community is with you. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But they're like, if you want to, you know, expand your community and find new people. Do a lot of the influencers have TikTok? A lot of, a lot of the Mormon girls do, and they just like kill it. Yeah. And I'm just like, 
I don't know. I also like don't care. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm happy. I would be so happy staying where I am forever. Like as long as I have a community that is engaged and like appreciates conversations and like supporting people and just like talking about all your DMS. Oh, I don't. Okay. Yeah. It seems like a lot. No, it's like a, that is a beast in itself too. Um, but that's also so important. That's like how I engage with my community. Yeah. You know, I'm like talking to my like own face all day. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, someone answered, you know? Well, because, you know, I talk, Helen's a friend of mine. Yes. And we talk and she literally, she's like, she's like, I take three hours every day to respond. I'm like, no. how? I actually need to like separate and not just, I'll like see one and like respond right away. I need to like delegate or de- dedicate a time. Are you the only person in your Instagram? Yes. Yeah. Do you know this girl? Her name's Christy Sarah. No. Okay. <laughs> She's hysterical. I'm going to send you her thing. Yeah. She is on TikTok and it's like her and her husband and she is, she's definitely an influencer, but it's just like, they basically just do funny shit all the yeah. time and he laughs at her and it's like everything that I she does that. is so funny. I'll send it to you. Okay. It's hysterical. Okay. All right, I, I know that. we got to wrap now, but let's tell our people where they can find you, your blog, your Instagram. You're not on Twitter. So go. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram at Liz Adams and my website is helloadamsfamily.com. And that's pretty much it. Um, and if you ever want to see Liz in the flesh, you can come to the Works Mount Pleasant because yes. she's there and she kicks ass. She's strong as hell and always a vibe. Um, and as always, you guys, I love sitting down and talking to people and just getting to know people that this you might. So fun. Yeah. We can come back anytime. I was like, I'm going to make the Works girls my friends. I tell Carter this all the time. I'm like, I am showing up on your porch. We, are, we can be friends. I know. We're friends. We're, we're friends. friends. We're friends. Okay. Um, <laughs> so share us with your friends. Rate us, review us, and we'll check you soon.